0: Hey everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast, and today we're going to be doing some more random things, but we're going to talk more about generational wealth, and about written manifestation. First thing is mode time. Listen here. Rich people, poor people. Poor people like rich, rich people like poor. Think about that when it comes to tax time. Remember that. Tax time. Pay your bills, alright? pay your bills don't rob peter to pay paul just pay your bills rich people stay rich by the amount of wealth they save poor people stay poor is by the amount of money they spend not all poor people are poor because of foreseen circumstances poor people are poor because they say they're poor i tell myself i may i may have a job but i'm wealthy because i have a family i have love love is also considered wealth and I maintain my wealth by family and stuff like that. I also re- I also say this. My dad always said, my daddy always says this, never quit your day job while conquering the world. That's my father. And I believe that. I have a you can you can achieve anything just maintaining your status quo. The most one tenth, one percent of one tenth of one percent of the wealthiest people, guess what they did? They kept their job. No matter what. You can hear with those guys like you can hear like um, Mr. Wonderful, Kevin O'Leary and stuff like that and David Hirschbach, and Damon John and Mark Cuban will all say this. Um, why do you have a job? Don't you care about your business? And they will tell you, well, yes, I need the money for this and that. Well, then I don't think you're focused more into your business. I need someone who's willing to give up their job to be totally into the business. Well, that's not, that's not how it works. See, that's what they want you to do. See, I'm here to tell you, to, 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 to build your capital, have a job to fall back on, because what if you fail? You fail, okay? Okay, then you then all of a sudden, you and your wife and kids are living out your car, or living outside of a motel, trying to struggle, and then your wife is saying, "Well, well, what the hell? I need you to get a job, because we can't live like this. Your wife, your girlfriend, your life partner will say, we can't live like this. And I don't wanna live like this, so that means you have to go get a job. So, should never do that, just maintain. Until you make enough money to where you can quit your job, that's what you do. I've seen people today, and let me tell you, let's they're just, we're gonna go dive right in. Oh, well before we do that, remember this. Time is money, money is time. Wasting time, you're wasting my money. Don't do that. Let's just get in because I gotta tell you something right now. Let me tell you what I know. I remember I went to a restaurant and I remember, I remember the lady, her and her husband, they both decided to open up a restaurant. They wanted to serve really good soul food. Here's the catch. The soul food they were serving was really good. When I say really good, I mean it was good. The soul food was excellent. Everybody raved about the soul food, but here's the problem. the price was way too high. Because people in the neighborhood who were going there were complaining They were saying, this is too expensive I don't like the price So they said, I don't like the price And they, they were like, I don't like the price The price was way too high, I don't like it So they were like, okay And they couldn't lower it because they both quit their job They both quit their job They only lasted six months some days they had one customer and that was just family Other days they would have like two or three But never that many Not many people come there but when they did they were only coming and eating very little And that's what they were doing That's what I'm talking about So you got to have a loyal fan base You got to have people that come every day that want to come and eat there If they don't come there and eat there you're, you're like you're out of luck So what I'm telling you is that you got to think about that gotta have a loyal fan base. Your fans is what's gonna get there. You gotta have customers that come every day. If you don't have customers that come every day, how are you gonna build your generation of wealth? How are you gonna have business? You gotta be able to, and then they had employees. Then they were hiring cooks. And the, and the cook was like, um, okay, I'm a cook, so I need to get paid this much. And they were like, well, we can't afford to pay you that much, we're only gonna pay you this much. And they were like, well, you gonna pay me how much? we're gonna pay you minimum. He said, I I can't work for minimum. I need to work for this much. They said, well, if you stick with us, we'll pay you this much. And they couldn't do that. So they couldn't work for the amount of money that they wanted. So they had to hire family. And you know, when you hire family, family tends to be greedy. And on that that note, they were greedy. They were asking for more money. They were like, "Um, can you pay me this much? I need to make this much money. And he was like, We only can pay this much. And they were like, well, this is what I need. And I need to pay this amount of money for the wealth and the generational wealth that I need. And that's what they were doing, you know. And they were just, people were, they didn't understand. And they didn't, they they didn't learn. They were buying quality products, but not making quality profit. See, what they should have done was, Maximize their profits by doing both Doing quantity of products, but giving quality of food. That's what they should have done But they didn't and they should have done that and they didn't and that was their fault You know that wasn't no one else's that was their fault. That's what they were having That was their issues and people didn't understand that because they were didn't see the end results of the markets of what they were doing Everybody came there. When they had their out, when they had the closing things, they were closing down. People came from around the world, all over were coming there. People, all their friends and stuff, were coming. And and guess what? They, oh, they didn't understand, and people didn't care. All they cared about was them getting a good deal on sale. They didn't bother having social media, they didn't bother networking, telling people, tell your friends, tell your, tell your people to come there. They didn't do that. They were expecting people to walk in, people from church to come there, and when people came in on, on Sunday, when they were open on Sunday, they were only open half day, because they all had to go to church, and they weren't making any money. So they were clo- They were only open like four days, they were only open four days out of a week. They were like Monday, they were, Monday they were closed. Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, they were open, and only half day on Sunday. Saturday, they were open, but nobody would come in. On Saturday, hardly nobody came in, so they, they, if they didn't get enough people by noon, they didn't get enough people by 2 o'clock, they were closed. And I went there, and I love the food. The reason I'm telling you that, that's just about, just about how you run your business. The way you run your business is that's how you run your business, you got to run your business in a way to where you're going to make money. You can't run your business where you want to smaller things like that. You got to build customers, fan base. So when you build your generational wealth, you got to be able to be Even if you're, so to start, now here's the thing, let's start with, start, with, start with plan A. Let's say you want to start a business. Say, let's say you want to start a, a restaurant. Would you like that, a restaurant? or a barbershop let's say you want to start a barbershop you want to start a barbershop and here's what you got to do your barbershop got to be different from any other barbershop that's in the neighborhood if there's no other barbershop in the neighborhood you have a gold mine because guess what you can you can dominate the market let me show you another example of what I say about wealth dollar general and family dollar dollar general and family Dollar did something that no other markets would do. When it comes to markets, they will put their stores in areas that nobody else will put their stores in. Dollar General will put their stores in areas that are called food deserts. When it comes to food deserts, that I means that's areas that don't have a grocery store. Well, people gotta travel further away to go to the grocery store. But they will put up a Dollar General. That means everybody will come there. Everybody will go there. And they would go there and they will shop because that's the only store close enough to them. And they made a killing. They served, they served alcohol, they, served, they sold cigarettes, and they made more money. They were making more money. The reason why they were making more money is because they were smart. They were savvy, they were business smart. They knew how to generate their wealth. They knew how to generate their wealth. And they, they, they monopolized the market. Walmart is a good example. Walmart will set up a store in a small town and take every other small business out of business. How they do that? By lowering their prices. They will slash their prices so low that people will go there and set the local grocery store. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? No, it depends on what you look at it when it comes to marketing. When you look at capital markets and stuff. So what I'm telling you is that you got to want to do that. You gotta wanna put your markets together. Capitalize on the market. Put your business together. Generate your amount of wealth. Think about what you wanna do. Because no one's gonna generate more wealth than you. You gotta wanna work hard. You gotta get up on days you don't wanna get up. And you gotta be able to work as if you were hard. You gotta work hard every day. Because nobody is going to work harder than you. You need to work as hard as you can. Generate your amounts of wealth. Leave a legacy. Live a dynasty. I tell you that because I want you to understand that success is by what you do, It's not by how you measure Let me tell you something. Here's a good thing. Here's a great thing I want to tell you. Something when it comes to success and when it comes to marketing of money. Here's one thing I want to tell you when it comes to success and when it comes to money. Another great example is this. Another great example is this one thing. Jim Carrey, he sat there, he was, he was a starving artist. He was, he was doing comedy, and he was also on In Living Color. After In Living Color, he had no other jobs. And after Living Color went off the air, he had no other jobs. He had a steady income doing In Living Color. But he had no job. He told himself, "I want to make at least ten million. So he wrote. It. So he wrote a check for ten million dollars, and he dated it. He dated it for five years. But he dated on for five years. He folded it, stuck in his wallet. He went out and he went to casting calls after casting calls after casting calls after casting calls. After casting calls. He was doing low budget B films did a couple of B-movies and stuff like that, real small B-films and stuff like that. He didn't make that big money until one day he got a phone call and they offered him the role of Dumb and Dumb. And he put out in the universe and the amount of money he made was $10 million from that same amount. They offered him $10 million to do Dumb and Dumb and that's what he did. You see what I'm saying? So you gotta have patience. You gotta have faith. And you gotta be patient. So you gotta take- when I believe I tell you, Rome wasn't built until it was built The pyramids of Giza wasn't actually built in a day ever built. Eiffel Tower, the Statue of Liberty, wasn't built in a day. then our other actually who painted the 16th chapel in the wall, who also did, no one who also did, from over He did all that. But not in the day, it got done. Michel de Nostradam, one of his great, great books. He wrote the book. He wrote the wrote the the books. The Quatrain. The Manifesto. The Nostradamus Manifesto. The Quatrain. And guess what? Before he wrote, while he was writing that book, he was a great murderer. Just to cure people because during that time, yeah. doing that. So, what I'm saying is, you gotta have patience. You gotta be faithful. You gotta have time. Time is not easy. and you gotta do your. So you're doing. Your, you're doing your whatever you're trying to do generational wealth, your residual income, your, your e-commerce, your singing, your song your playing a guitar, your instrument, or you're learning a new language. there's days that you don't want to get up and do this work. But then you don't want to get up and do this work. When you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, that's when you are going to make it. When you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're going to make it. There's guys right now, there's a guy right now that I read. I read some of my people about other people that are teaching. listening to, reading about other people's success. I success. <peacefully> a guy right now, there's a guy in the Bay Area. When I say big time joke, big joke, he owns a uh, small, he owns a little bar, a little nightclub. And I mean, he's so joke. One day, his, one day, one of his best friends, his best friend of the world, his best friend his best friend the talked about how California was legalizing marijuana for recreation. It was already legal for a traditional place. And it was legalizing for recreation. So here's what he did. He told him, he said, hey, how about me and you go to California and open up. like uh okay I'll think about it he says and he mind to honest, instead of doing it easy, so he said so uh, he hustled up all his money he did what he had to do Before they hired anybody, it was just them two. When they made enough money, they made enough money to pay themselves. Here's what they did. What they put in a lot of money. The money that they put in to their business, they wrote themselves an IOU. Called IOE, IOU self. And they put that, wrote it out. So when they started making their products and stuff and growing and selling and stuff, they started to be done. They stick their money in, three ways. One went back to the village. Two went for him, three went for the other guy. And four they did very fast. We had enough money left over. That's when he started hiring other people. They started generating hiring other people. Two are the first employees. Once we paid ourselves back what we put into this we started to hire them. And now they're like one of the wealthiest people in the Bay Area. And they're a black owned business. A former drug dealer and a lawyer. A lawyer and a drug dealer. yeah he even talked about it. Like, Their state's that are legalizing marijuana for everyone. And there's states that are legalizing marijuana. That's another avenue. If a state that's marijuana, open up so a dispensary. Right. Start your own business doing um, marijuana. Don't let the world speak. open up. Start a marijuana business. You know, if that's something that you think. There's a guy Thank you. who was also with the He opened up Why? Because he knew a market. So he opened up. He opened up a shop. And his business is growing his business. (laughs) Not much. And that's how he did. He opened up his business. And that's how you do it. shut you down and remember have a good one working for someone else work for yourself i have to zero doctor zero doctor that's what you gonna have you're gonna have to work that kind of I remember many of that i had jobs i'm gonna leave this i'm gonna say a few things and i'm gonna cut it short i remember many times i had jobs that i worked i worked hard i did these jobs i worked i worked at a restaurant for a chef and this chef i worked for i went i went in there and the guy was interviewing me. it was me Three other me and three other people. We all were coming there for an interview. Other. for free as an intern because I wanted to be trained under him and that guy right there was the best and he actually was in my city he was the best. Me. He yelled at me. He would call me names. Yes, I like I would say yes, chef. He would say, do this right. I would say yes, chef. I did everything that man told me to do. You know what I learned? And then one day I did something that he wasn't supposed to I did a taboo, He had a recipe and it had a lot of salt. First he wanted very minimal salt. It was kind of salty, and he wanted to Thin it out and to make it again without so much salt I changed the recipe. <laughs> and that executive that executive chef came in and said, the customer said, thank you. My husband, for for changing the recipe to meet my husband's fault needs. I appreciate that. He smiled. everybody knew not to change it. I, I raised my hand, I stood there, I'm, I'm a man of my words. That's far, he was, that's why I ever got in the military. I was a man of my principles, I raised my hand, I said, I can Jeff, he said, why? I said, because you don't change, you They don't like to give them something else. They get something else instead. He goes, he goes to the manager, the owner, and he tells the owner, he says, this is my kitchen. I'm just changing my recipes. Here's what I want: either he goes, or I go. So the guy fired. Me. So the guy told me I can't work in the morning. He let me go. He says, "You gotta go." I left. I smiled. I left. They gave me a letter. The owner gave me a letter of recommendation. Food recommendation. I worked under other chefs. At that time I worked under other, other restaurants and stuff, deprecation. I was sad, I was actually sad that I was eating, but I knew what was coming. I knew the I knew my I knew what I would need. I was a little hard. I was young, naive. But I learned about life. I learned about business under him. I learned about quality. I Learned about speaking about quality as product instead of a quantity and then, two months later, that exactly. yeah, two months later, that executive, yeah, that customer came back in, that customer, they changed, it. when we asked me to change that, came back in, asked me for a week, and they said, well, we can't talk about that, no, I just, I'm curious, why, just personally, and no. One of the servers said that I was fired because I didn't the rest of the So, a lady mentioned his name. That guy was a big time, wealthy businessman in the city. And they never took something. company in the The guy sat there and asked the executive chef, he the executive chef, and I asked the person who you thought you got gotten fired. I didn't need to get fired. He said, all I wanted was something for him to do. He said, all I wanted was something to change. I apologize. I am so sorry. You know, I, I am so sorry. I apologize. He told the owner, I am sorry. I just asked him to change it because I'm taking this medication and I can't have a lot of smoke. But I, but I eat here all the time. This is my restaurant. I have no other restaurant. I, I drive so far away to come here and eat. We eat here once a week. Always, once a week, you check the records. I'm here once a week because I eat only search. When we go out, we come search. I got restaurants right around, I got restaurants right now. And a five people, there's restaurants everywhere. So I would drive 30 miles. I would drive 40 miles to come to this restaurant. Oh, the reason being is because awesome. I love the food. And I love the atmosphere and I love what y'all did meet nowhere else. Well the executive chef was like I'm sorry but thank you I appreciate that. The owner pulled the chef aside and he said I'm glad he's gone and he needed to go on this the executive chef turned around and said I'm glad that guy's not here no more. Uh, the owner said did you know something? That guy that you can't stand did you know that he worked for you for free for three months He said, the one that you treated really bad, he worked for you for three months for free. He wanted to work for you for free as an intern because he wanted to learn good people. I didn't tell you that because I wanted you to treat him just like anyone else. I didn't want you to to know that he was working for free, but he worked for free. I didn't give him a paycheck at all. He worked for you for nothing. You treated him like jerk. But he was really working for that. that executive chef literally wrote me a letter. He had my last address my mom's address. He wrote me a letter and he apologized. And it worked out. I learned a good lesson. But let me tell you something, and I want to cut this short. When you when you do something good for people and give them good service, it comes back to you threefold. So what I'm telling you this about business is be a business person but be honest. Don't be a shady business person. When you start your business, you start your business the right way. Be honest. Be truthful. Tell people your business. Give them good service. When you give them good service, people will give you good service, okay? All right? This is Jared Bell with I Got Your 6th Podcast and I'm here to tell you right now that each and every one of you, I, I can believe this right now, that out there, we'll we'll have generational wealth, I see everyone out there, will start your own business, you get your day, you're going to successful, mindset of being peaceful, do with manifestation every day, do the manifestation right out every day, what you want your plan of attack, start putting into efforts, work hard at what you do, because when you work hard, and you put out there, what you what you put, what you you give out, you shall he who gives shall receive. You give good, you get good back. You get bad, you get bad back. That's what I mean. What we're gonna always provide that mercy's law. But remember this: when you do good and you put good out there, and you give good service, you give quality good service, you get good service. If you're opening up a business like a restaurant or whatever, and the service industry around Nightclub, or you want to open up, say, a barbershop. That's the services because you're providing a service. With Remember this: give good service, people will always come back to you. You may not get tons of people, but you'll get, loyal customers. and that's where you make your money. Is when you have loyal customers you come back. Again. I worked at a place where customers would come, okay? the same customers they were making a lot of money. But they were making steady money. And guess what? They made enough money when they stayed afloat. So If you're gonna open up a business, remember this. Have enough money to keep your business running for five years. That's the key. You have enough money to keep your business running for five years, then go five more years. Then go five more years. And then go build your wealth. If you open up an e-commerce business, make sure you have good customer service. So when people have issues with orders and stuff, you get a prompt and make sure that you, uh, you give that service quickly. Response time is the key to starting an online business. A lot of people say, I want to do online business. Make sure you have good service on online business. That's what you got to do. All right? Remember that. Because he who receives, he who, he who, receive, he who gives, he'll receive. When you give good service, you receive good Good, good service back. People will tip you more. People will want to patronize your business every day. You do that. That's called giving, give and take in mm-hmm. society. That's what you got to do. You open up a coffee shop. This is a coffee shop. It's really good. Service is great. Customer service is A1. Your place is cool. People walk in and they smell You don't want to walk in a place that's dirty and nasty and filthy. You want something where people can always have. Make sure people remember, you know that customer, you said, hey, how you doing? You were here last week, you had, um, was a coffee shop. You have a specialty latte, blended with low fat milk, what happened with low fat milk, right? Yes, with more foam. Boom, I got that, got you right now, boom, got you. Boy Scouts always say, do a good turn daily. Scouts loyal, helpful, courteous, clean, brave, reverent. Do a good turn daily. That's the model. motto. Mm-hmm. Marine Corps motto is Simplified Delic. It's Latin, means always faithful. God, comes. true. You give those values, you dig within yourself, bring out the warrior ecosystem. Marine Corps also said, you gotta get into this mindset of being a beast, you gotta get a beast mode. Marines are always first, first in, first to fight. That's the Marine Corps. Also in the world, in the laws of business, you gotta be able to do it. You gotta take your business, you gotta work hard, you gotta get out there, you gotta put in the effort, the hard labor. Some people are gonna tell you, this is what you gotta do. You gotta work hard every day. Every day you gotta work hard. Don't let the world beat you down. And don't let your friends and family tell you that you can't be that, be that person, alright? You gotta wanna work hard pushing the efforts, okay? Alright, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And hey, everyone who's listening, I think, hey, Rome wasn't built in a day, but it was actually built. The pyramids weren't built in a day, but they were built. Eiffel Towers weren't built, but they were built. The United States of America was not founded in a day, but it was founded. When you build, when you do something, when you're building your capital, building your generational wealth, you got to build and work hard. It's going to take time. And if time is not what you have, then don't get in this business. Don't do not don't, don't, don't do it. But if you want to start your business, do it. Push the effort. You got to get up on the days you don't want to get up. I'm going to tell you now, get up on the days you don't want to get up. That's the days you got to get up. When you feel tired and you don't have energy to get up then you got to get up you got to join this team team no sleep you got to be able to work sleep sleep half the time sleep like three or four hours and then get back up and start building that up. that's what you got to do your mindset okay this is jaren bell with i got your six podcast and i'm here to tell you right now change the way you think and you will be successful because today is your day to be successful no one else is going to be successful i see you being successful each and every one listening to this podcast they're successful hey do me a favor share my podcast with everyone put my podcast on social media if you're on social media spread my podcast around tell people to listen to it I want more people to listen to my podcast. If you can't listen to it, share it, spread it, tell everyone to listen. You'll listen. Tell other people to listen to my podcast. And when you do that, guess what? Others will listen, people follow, and we can grow this business together. And I want to grow my podcast and everything. All right? This is J.R. Bell with I Got Your 6 Podcast and Bravo 6 Going Dark.